This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and I'm so excited to be joined in the studio today by Jordana Abraham. Hey Jordana. Hey Dylan, so exciting to be here in person with you. We usually do these virtually, so. In person, I'm back from a couple weeks off. We haven't talked about Jersey in way too long. I know, (laughs) it's been weeks. I Well, I did talk about Jersey on Monday with Rachel Fuda, who was in studio. So if you haven't heard that episode, I had a great time chatting with her. She is reunion ready. She has a lot to say. Um, So go check out that episode if you haven't heard it yet. But Jordana, we... We haven't talked about Jersey in three weeks. How are we? How are we feeling? We're in Ireland. It's definitely heating up. It's it's heating you up. I, when I was catching up on, so I I was on vacation for like ten days. I didn't watch a single Bravo, a, a moment of Bravo. Wow. So I came a back. Cleanse, I had a to do list. <laughs> I was like two episodes of this, two episodes of that. Jersey was a pleasure to catch up on. Because it was great. I feel like it's really like it's locking into place. Like Melissa and Teresa are still. At odds, but not kind of like the only thing happening. Right. There's a few people at odds, but it also feels like they're able to have some fun. Right. And like the Danielle and Rachel sort of feud is kind of starting to pick up steam. That is exciting to me. Yeah. I'm I'm liking kind of where this is going. I don't I think, you know, the end of the season might be kind of a downer, but. Yeah, I like it. I kind of because it doesn't feel like it's like. um so obvious what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what's going to happen, but it kind of feels like it doesn't feel so dramatic yet that you don't believe that these people would be like able to be on a vacation together. Right. I I did like on this episode when Melissa has that moment where she calls Joe and she's like, for the first time, I'm starting to have an inkling that maybe we shouldn't go to the wedding. And I'm like, boo, 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 boo. Right. <laughs> Laying the groundwork there. We're really foreshadowing yeah. it because we know there's going to be some big explosion that happens at the very end of the season. But it's like, okay, yeah, like pepper that into the conversation. I mean, I feel like now we kind of, I have a sense for what um, what the big thing is. Yeah. And to me, it seems like this rumor. Yeah. Right? I... <laughs> It, it was in one of the last couple episodes where we really get to the crux of what ex-best friend Laura said for the first time. Who is this Laura? Can she get a confessional? <laughs> well, according to Rachel uh, and Melissa, Laura has auditioned for the show more than once. That makes sense to me. Yeah. She's do- I mean, like, I could see her. I could see her eventually maybe getting on it. Depending Look, there's on- a lot of there's a lot of piranhas circling in the North Jersey waters. Yeah. Um, but we really get to the crux of the information that Laura brought, which was in part that somebody opened a car door and saw Melissa making out with another guy. It was so funny that Jen Aiden was like, you know, I would never want to reveal the secret because someone revealed something about me and it really messed everything up for me. But like, here is the secret. Yeah. She's like, (laughs) she's like, okay, Danielle, come a little closer. Come a little closer. 
Is my mic You're working? On. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell you real no, quiet. I would never do this. <laughs> But I'm about, but I'm gonna about to do it. It is. It's kind of beautiful in a way. And then you know, Danielle kind of picks that, picks up that stick and carries it to Ireland. And she's like, "Well, now I don't want to say anything because my friend Melissa would be really hurt by it." And it's like, "What? Oh, no, right. <laughs> you're talking about it on camera right now." It was so not hard for her to get that secret out of Jen that it was almost like a joke that she was pretending like she wasn't even going to say it. Right. And I mean, I thank Jen for her service of <laughs> of being messy as hell, but it's like Jennifer Aiden like the last few weeks she's had some moments where it's like she acts like she is really caring about someone or when she's like, "Melissa, is it okay with you that me and Dolores are bridesmaids?" <laughs> it's like t- Jennifer <laughs> And that was funny to watch, like, um, Melissa react to that on Watch What Happens Live, too, where she's like, of course, she was like, she is obsessed with Teresa. Yeah. Which felt very true. I I mean, it is, it's interesting to kind of take a step back and look at the cast and be like, Danielle is actually playing a really important role this season because without her, Teresa and Jennifer are kind of on their own. I mean, Dolores of course is on good terms with them and is friends with them, but like she's not involved. Dolores is not a soldier for anyone. And so to kind of have Danielle starting to pick up the slack a little bit and hold her own against, you know, team Melissa and Marge, it, it makes a difference in the overall cast picture. Right. Well, now it feels like an actual team instead of sort of just two, I mean, crazy people not to give my opinion to too freely, (laughs) But instead of just being like two sort of two like scrappy ladies, right now it's like, oh, there's like a there's a block. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, Danielle is sort of trying to toe the line still of like, well, Melissa's she's helping me with my business. And, you know, Margaret did the Bougie Kids logo again. So she I I guess that's nice. But then also I've heard I saw that she has an arsenal and like it's. I feel like Danielle is still trying to kind of play both sides in a way, but it's clear like who she actually is leaning toward. Yeah. I think she has a plan. (laughs) And to me, like she clearly came in with like a plan of who, you know, which side she was going to be on. I, the whole conversation, the whole idea of the the word rat being thrown around is so interesting. And I do, it, it, it does just make me laugh how like everyone in this cast can agree that like, Look, you can call me a bitch. You can call me a motherfucker. But a rat. <laughs> it's also just so funny because everyone's a rat. Like everyone gets to see the footage. Right. So it's like everyone's talking about everything. Yeah. This was something that I brought up to Rachel that Housewives survives on the game of telephone yeah. and on carrying the bone from one person to the next and on sharing information exactly. within the cast so that the storyline can move forward. And Danielle has every right to be annoyed with Rachel for how she maybe handled a specific piece of information, but to act like she has committed some, you know, cardinal sin against her by reporting back to Melissa and Margaret. It's like, that's literally what you guys are hired to do. Exactly. And we, everyone's going to be able to watch the same thing. Right. And also the, the idea of that all of this is based around Margaret having an arsenal and of information about people. It's like, that's not that big of a secret or a, you know, what is that? Like the, okay. Anybody could say that I could say that. And you know, I like Margaret. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like there's like a lot, um, 
a lot more that could be said in terms of being a rat, maybe like secrets about people that you've heard. <laughs> that seems to be a little bit more of a rat like. Right. Like thing. at some point we have to imagine this Melissa making out with another dude is right. going to come to the surface like that. I mean, that feels a little bit more salacious than like. Margaret has information. Right. Margaret has a lot of information on people. And again, I think you could say that to Margaret's face and she wouldn't be. Yeah. Maybe she would disagree. But I mean, I would say that sounds pretty accurate. I mean, I feel like in certain cases, I have a lot of information on people. I mean, like anybody can have. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Depends how you use it. If somebody slides in my DMs with with a rumor. Right. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess the Teresa Jennifer stance or like their. Um. The way they're trying to play this mm-hmm. is by going against Margaret by saying that she only has any allies because she has dirt yeah. on everyone. Yeah, that's always interesting because, of course, when you're on Housewives with with people, that's there's always going to be a calculation, a little bit of a strategy there. Mm-hmm. It It is beneficial to long-term status on Housewives to have relationships, to have yeah. friends, to have each other's back and alliance, if you will. But that's not the only thing at play. Like these these women specifically, I think that kind of half of the Jersey cast, they spend more time together than almost any other off camera, yeah. Bravo celebrities I can think of. They're constantly at birthdays, at dinners, at events and stuff. Like they 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 seem real like real friends. If yeah. they only were like banding together on the show for information in some way or for strategy they they wouldn't be at Rachel Fuda's birthday dinner last week like that's just not how life works yeah no I do think they actually do get along or at least most of them um and I do the way I would imagine it works is like you're in this world you hear a lot of info you hear a lot of rumors and secrets because people you know every hairdresser probably has their own you know story from a time with someone or thing that they heard from someone so I imagine Everyone sort of hears whether they want to or not different rumors, different things. And it's sort of like part of the game is what you're choosing to reveal versus what's off limits. I assume anything you hear about someone's kid, they have a unwritten rule is off limits. Although I don't know if everyone always like keeps that or, you know, you kind of decide just how dirty you want to play it Mm -hmm. by how intensely you're going to reveal the rumor. Yeah, it's It's interesting to see kind of how different people handle different situations. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences 
every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honeylove, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honeylove, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. One of my favorite scenes from the last couple weeks was Jennifer's Coffee Grounds psychic reading. Oh <laughs> Endorsements. <laughs> endorsements. Uh, you're going to have a lot of endorsements coming your way. Maybe there was a friend who said something. I That kind of reveal in Ireland of that Jennifer had maybe called her the night before and maybe said some things, but who can really say? It was so funny. It was so funny. When she's, well, she basically admits it. She's like, yeah, and then I happened, you know, it was 10 p.m. Yeah. And then I happened to tell her about... You know, every fight, every part of the fight that we had. (laughs) So I don't know that that, uh, the teacup reader might have lost a little credibility. Yeah. In Ireland. What did you think of Margaret's maybe half apology to Jennifer for calling her a disheveled drug addict? I mean, I feel like it's it's as much as she's going to (laughs) get. What did you think? Yeah. I mean, I think it's hard when you're in the confessional immediately being like, well, am I sorry for saying disheveled? Of course not. Do I regret it? Of course not. But I mean, drug addict is a little, is a little I don't harsh. know if she's a drug addict. What is? We what, see, yeah. we're, I feel like we're in an era on Housewives of uh, people grappling with their opinions of marijuana because it's like becoming... Ju- it's legal. Well, there's right? a yeah. there's a storyline on this season of Ultimate Girls Trip where some of them are smoking weed and it's legal in Thailand and then that becomes a conversation um, in the finale. And it's like, this isn't interesting. Yeah. Nobody cares. I mean, for the amount that people get extremely drunk, to me, it's like it doesn't really. Right. Like you're on, a, the same thing. you're on a show where everybody's drinking all the time. Every right. episode, yeah. all the time. People are falling down. It's like if you're it's like the least of the issues. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're in a mindset where you think like smoking a joint to relax is like equal or <laughs> greater value. It's like I don't. Right. That's purely based on like laws i guess but not with the reality of what these drugs or whatever yeah. are really doing to you but i mean i think some people could probably use like more marijuana than others <laughs> probably help them i would like to see jennifer aiden just getting you know blasted like uh, i wonder I think if she's relaxed fun. yeah right like what's her? i think she'd get a little loopy i could see that 
She might be like a better hang. She could go in the pool house with Bill. <laughs> Is that what he's doing in there? I don't know. Sort of imply what's going on in the pool what's house. What's going on in the pool house? We need like a tour of the pool house. I would love a tour of the pool house. I mean, I would imagine it's beautiful. It was funny also when Jennifer was like, I don't even care what room I have because I live in a palace every day. <laughs> the, 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 the castle in Ireland is pretty nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's so funny that they're all like so terrified of it being haunted. Being haunted. It's like so fu- it's so funny the juxtaposition of this beautiful Irish castle and like these girls from Jersey. And Melissa's like, I had to take the pictures off the wall. It's very much not the Jersey aesthetic. <laughs> it is. This trip to me is fun because it feels like they are so out of their comfort yes. zone. Like it's they're like wow, I never thought I would be in Ireland. And it's like it's like the closest place to fly from right. New Jersey in Europe. They really never have gone anywhere. Have they gone anywhere in Europe? They've gone to Italy, but that's okay. the only... But they're all Italian. So this right. was like, I feel like that was probably much more comfortable for them. Right. They, and the trip to Italy was framed as like a pilgrimage home, basically. Right. And I mean, you know, Joe Judice right. is like Italian and all, you know. Yeah, no, this, this trip does feel like kind of a... A big leap for them. Yeah. It's a little more like culture than you see with them. Usually they're not. They're, what was the last trip? Jamaica? Like, yeah. Right. Like, like they've yeah. been to many a beach. Right. And this is this is different. It is. Yeah. It's kind of fun to watch them. They're like, wow, the food's been good. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's your, you're in like a big city with restaurants. Welcome to traveling. Yeah. <laughs> not the blood sausage, maybe the pudding. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if everyone's like Irish food is the best food, but. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Fine. I'm not gonna disparage Irish food, but I'm sure it's great. I'd rather eat Italian food. I think most people would. Not to again talk shit about the Irish. I did. I absolutely died when Margaret came down to breakfast in a shirt that said "endorsed." It was so funny. It just is like that's like the the perfect like silly little thing like this endorsement thing. I'm like, yeah, like argue about that. It's fun. And yeah, and they're all kind of just like always fucking with each other, which is I think it's fun to watch because again, they all seem like friends, but they're also extremely real with each other. Yeah, and I think the the bus ride conversation where they're talking about infidelity and how they feel about that stuff that was a moment where it's like that was a really interesting conversation and then obviously it kind of went left when you know Teresa and Melissa started going at it which we'll talk about but the infidelity thing is it's interesting because these women have a lot of varying experiences with that but I like that they were it seemed like they were being pretty honest right you know they were like not putting on a show like some the ones who had a who've had affairs in the past or anything like that. We're sort of like pretty open about it. Yeah. The Jen Fessler's story in that sense is really interesting. I was going to, Ch- I told him I was going to mediation and I was going to Chili's. With- <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It's very weird. This, yeah. this casts varying experiences with therapy and couples therapy. It's like, that could be a whole show. I know, but they're ta- They're talkers. So I would, I would love to hear it. I think it's great. I wonder, do we think Jennifer and Bill are like still doing the couples therapy or was that? I do think they are. I have a feeling they are. Cause like clearly Jen still has issues with him. It wasn't yeah. like they were all resolved and I can, I can't see her letting up on that unless. Yeah. I changed. Right. Like I hope for her sake that they're sticking with that because I, it seems like she has some very clear action items that she needs from Bill. Mm-hmm. And I feel like talking to somebody could help, help those along the pipeline. Totally. And what I love about, 
Jennifer and her evolution on this show is she really changed into someone who is much more real about her family life and her marriage. When she started the show, it was like, I have 17 bathrooms. I'm the perfect husband. He's giving me this, you know, eight carat ring because we've been together eight years. I don't remember what it was like, you know, everything is, is perfect. My life is perfect. And Mm -hmm. I do feel like once this infidelity thing happened, she was now she's not putting on a show. I think she's being much more real. Right. And I think, you know, the way that she handles her interpersonal dynamics is maybe a separate thing and maybe not always the most mature, but the marriage, it it feels like she is approaching that from a very, like her eyes are open and she wants to do what she needs to do to make it work. Yeah. She's not like living under a rock or living in the, in, in the dark or pushing everything under the rug anymore to use 15 analogies. Well, Jordana, she's living in a castle in Paramus. Exactly. (laughs) exactly. A beautiful, a a separate castle than the Irish castle. Under a rock in a castle in Paramus. Constructed probably more recently than the Irish castle from the... (laughs) Though, I don't know, like when they say they're staying in a castle, I'm like, is this like a castle castle or is it like a building that was built in like 1980 to look like a castle? I would love to know. And and right, how many pictures of people from the 1700s do you need to put up to make people think that that's when the building was made? I don't know. (laughs) Look, Dolores said it was for the 1700s and she's done nothing to make me doubt hers. I don't think any of these ladies are historians. (laughs) Perhaps not. She was, she was like tour guiding a little bit. I appreciate that. She's like, this place is pretty. It has gardens, this bridge. It's Uh, for your, you make the wish. I'm like, this is fun. Dolores, I'm like so happy for her. I feel like she deserves, she seems like so happy in this. Yeah. The way she describes her relationship with Polly, where they like went on the trip and then they came back and then he was like, I don't want you to leave. Just feels like she's been in so many relationships where the people have kept her at arm's distance. Yeah. Even with David and everything like that. And the way she just seems so different in this relationship and so like at peace. Um, right. It's, it's great. Right. It feels like it's really working for her mm-hmm. and not just like something that can be going on in the background. Right. This isn't just something she's putting up with or dealing with. Yeah. Even when she was describing in the van about um, when she said to Frank, like, if you'll stop cheating, right, we can have this family and we can like stay married. And he was like, I can't stop cheating. It's like, so, <laughs> it's like she's always had to kind of like work around what everyone else wants. Right. And now it feels like she has something she really wants. She's got a groove back. I know. So happy for her. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. 
Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like we do have to talk about the uh, Antonia conversation of on course. the bus. So Rachel Fuda, bless her heart, asks Teresa if her and Melissa's kids are close. And loaded question. Lo- loaded question. Would love to see if a text popped up from a producer that was like, Rachel, ask about <laughs> your next assignment. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, this seems like a little random. We see you've been talking about cheating. We'd like to change the subject. <laughs> so Rachel asks if the kids are close. And I thought it was, you know, interesting slash likely intentional that this question was posed to Teresa because we already have gotten an inkling of this sweet 16 situation. And Teresa right away goes for, you know, they were, they used to be close, but then Antonia didn't go to Melania's, didn't go to Melania's sweet 16. Melania's feelings were hurt. And I mean, look, I, it's tough because I, I, I like to see both sides yeah. when I can. And I Melissa has certainly not made all the right decisions, but it's like in that moment, it's just like Teresa went right for the thing right. that was going to send it that way. You know that that's going to like set her off. Mm-hmm. But she didn't really even bring the thing about this season and Melissa and Teresa is it doesn't even like obviously they get like in their fights or their tiffs, but they both still seem like kind of over it. Like even Melissa, when she hears the shit is mm-hmm. like, all right, like, yeah, it's all us. Like, we're all, yeah. we're all, everything is our fault. Like, and it's done almost with a sense of, like, I don't have the energy to, like, really get into right. this with you. And Melissa's response, it's not really, it's not an emotional response. Yeah. She's not saying, she's not starting to cry and being like, Teresa, how could you bring up my child? Right. She's like, really? Again? Is this bitch serious? Right. Like, that's the, that's the vibe we're getting from Melissa. And, you know, it's very much like we're doing this again. Right. Well, at this point, it's been like, if you think about like how far we've come from season two, it's been like 20 years. Mm-hmm. They've known each other. And she's probably like, I like my expect. The thing people get really upset when things are so far off from their expectations. And she's like, I just expect you to, to say this kind of thing. Yeah. And there was at the. The conversation, I think, on last week's episode, maybe when Jennifer said that Melissa was like invited out of obligation, she was like, well, you've been in her life 20 years. And it's like, yeah, but that's not like 20 years of bliss. And then something went wrong. It's like Melissa and Teresa haven't been like adoring sisters-in-law ever, ever. (laughs) Like, So when this is happening on the bus, it's like Melissa is pissed off that Teresa's, you know, basically saying that the reason the kids aren't close is Antonia you know, not prioritizing Melania's sweet 16 over cheer. Yeah. But like, it's not, she's not heartbroken that Teresa's saying this. Right. It's so funny. It's true. They've never had like a honeymoon period. Yeah. You know, you see that sometimes when there's like falling out between housewives, you, you like, I think of the classic of like Bethany and Carol, Mm -hmm. where you had a few seasons where they were really close. Right. And then something changed and it was all over. Like you never really, had that right the best we've ever had is like a tenuous period of quote-unquote peace like right like a a latent tension as opposed (laughs) to a full-on fighting yeah we've had periods of like 
things are going good. We're going to the right. shore together. It's like, okay. We're just like not going to talk about things. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, yeah. like if it, at any second it could go back to like, well, at, at the christening. <laughs> yeah. It was never like, and we've been really, like, you know, they've had a close time. They're yeah. doing things together. They, I don't think you see many scenes of the two of them together. Not just like show. hanging out. Yeah. I, yeah, it's tough because I, it really feels as we're getting toward the end of the season, like they're going to come to a point where they just agree to not be, or maybe not agree, but like where things are just over between them. Right. And I'm kind of like, okay, let's, let's get there. Let's, let's get do there. it. Yeah. Let's cut the cancer out from both sides. Yes. Because it's like, I, you know, I tend to be more agreeing with Melissa than Teresa, but I think for Teresa's sake too, yeah, they both will be better off when they're not, in these situations. Agreed. But I just wonder what that means for the show. Yeah. That's my big question is like, I don't see either of them bowing out of the show or leaving the show. And so they can't really escape each other if they're both continuing to be on the show. Yeah. I think that is really going to be the question leading out of this season. I'm super curious to see at this reunion, if there's any kind of more like coffee grounds to read. (laughs) about what's going to happen because I mean, this was kind of a story happening at last season's reunion when Melissa and Teresa seemed to be like parting ways kind of. And there was talk of whether Teresa was going to get put on pause, whether she was kind of going to get like spun off for a wedding thing and not do housewives this season that didn't end up happening for better or for worse. I, you know, they kept both of them, but it does feel like this season has a more final aspect to it of like, this really can't be the status quo anymore. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Do you, do you have like a gut feeling of whether you would keep Teresa or Melissa? It's hard because I like them both. Yeah. As like watching, yeah, Yeah. as housewives and watching them on TV. I would be fine keeping both of them if they just didn't make this a plot anymore just because it's been done so many years. Yeah. I don't know how they would do that, though. Yeah, it's tricky because there are plenty of housewives when you think of, like, people who can't really just coexist peacefully. Right. I would even put Margaret and Jennifer kind of in that category. The amount of times where they have just been, like, at a dinner or on a bus together and then suddenly were bickering about something that happened two seasons ago – it's not like they're great at just setting aside their differences either, but I don't know. For some reason, the the Teresa and Melissa just feels like a larger, like looming presence right. that would be hard to ignore. Well, that's just been a uh, a major point in almost every season. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think. I mean, just the way that I sort of see it from a show perspective, it's like I think it's an easy, it's an easy call that Teresa is more iconic or like a you know right. a more legendary housewife that's sure. not really yeah. up for debate to me but when you look at like the the sort of like chessboard i'm like i think getting rid of teresa would kind of scramble the game a little bit more and you know thinking about like what would jennifer's position be would she all of a sudden have to kind of be like make new lions hey melissa yeah. like <laughs> how are you how are you doing today like wh- what's up like it's been a while since we really sat down and talked or like what would that mean for danielle because i think i do think the the new women this season are gonna stay i think they're yeah. gonna be around and so 
you know, depending how the cast shakeup might happen, it's like that's all of a sudden really interesting and we might not have so much two teams anymore. I think it will be really interesting. And I also think M- Melissa, although I agree her most of most of both of their plot lines are about their struggles with each other, although yeah. they have an occasional one off or, you know, since Teresa's been ha- found Louie, I feel like that's been her major. <laughs> In the words of Teresa, I got divorced on the show. I went to prison on the show. <laughs> and she had her child on the show. But like now what? But I think the Joe Gorga is his own. Yeah unofficial housewife and i actually do think he's really important to the show and i think the men's friendship is a really entertaining aspect of Uh the show and he does seem to sort of spearhead that in a lot of ways or he creates the drama with the men's group yeah i think i think that's kind of what i am thinking of that it's like i think Teresa is the more she's the bigger star but Mm -hmm. i think in terms of the glue that holds the show together i think melissa and joe don't necessarily get enough credit for how much revolves around them. Especially the outer circle of the outer group. Yeah. And the family dynamic. I feel like that's all something to consider, especially for, for Jersey. I think a lot of the other a lot of the other cities, it's much more about the women. And it feels so much more about like the families and the husbands mm-hmm. and the, the larger friend group. And like you said, it all seems integrated. What if they got rid of Teresa and brought back Kathy Wakili? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she, Teresa would not allow that to happen. We cut out one cancer and brought back another. Oh my God. <laughs> I would love that. Oh my God. No, please. If Bravo is listening, just as a, that was a joke. As like an April Fool's joke for Teresa. <laughs> At the reunion, a they prank? just bring up, right. they're like, and Kathy's here. Right. I would, I, I would love to just see, just to see how, if Teresa could remain in her Zen. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's also interesting. Like it came up on the show that like Dina decided not to go to the wedding. Cause yeah, she, what happened there? Like that's interesting, but also like Dina's never coming back to housewives. Caroline, Car- Caroline has said she's not going to come back. Has after, she been invited back? Well, so she was on the girls trip oh, that right. they filmed in Morocco oh, she had a bad and experience. the thing happened with yeah. Brandy. And I think she said like, I'm not doing that shit again. I mean, how old is Caroline Manzo? Uh, like 60 ish. Okay. But also, it's like like Rachel was born in the nineties. So right. at, at a certain point, <laughs> like, at a certain point, it's like I don't think they're gonna like go back in that direction. I think the 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 age range right now works, but like I don't think we need. Yeah, we can't go older and younger at the same time. Yeah, I know it's tough because Caroline's a grandma, and right. like like Rachel seems like she's still having kids. <laughs> she yeah, I mean yeah. she literally had like a an infant when they filmed this season, yeah. so. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but I I am really I'm into Rachel and Danielle's. Yeah, Danielle is like tension is really trying to make a name for herself on the show. <laughs> the bougie mama. Yes. I mean, I'm not surprised it all goes with everything that you kind of feel about Danielle and her really intense quest to be relevant. And, you know, every I feel like you had attention. I this is not. This is not be- me being shady because I respect it and I am enjoying Danielle a lot on this season. I feel like every time I open Instagram, the first post that pops up is sure. another post from her about an event that she's doing. I'm like, I- I'm just tired. <laughs> just watching this is making she's me like, come sip and shop with Danielle Cabral in Chicago. I'm like, damn, girl. She's got the energy. But Bo- getting booked. Yeah. <laughs> It is impressive. She's got a new logo. She's hustling. <laughs> Thanks to Margaret. I yeah, the the bougie mama. The bougie kids pop up at en, at Envy by Melissa Gorga. Oh my god. <laughs> they sold a lot of the girl stuff. I believe it. Will, I believe it. 
you should you should be getting all your uh all your like baby gifts at uh at bougie kids but now there's gonna be a bougie kids at um envy well i think was that's that just a, a one-off a okay, one-off it was like it. bring in some racks i don't know if it goes with the vibe of the rest of uh melissa gorgon's clothes yeah i don't know i don't know so much i've never been to envy that's on my bucket list right I kind of want to, we should do a field trip. Betches field trip, right? I remember we had an idea to do that like mid pandemic. We were like, what if, what, what if we did? And they were like, you would need like permits for that, like COVID. Cause you were like literally not oh, allowed yeah. to be in a all car men, together. In hazmat suits. We all go to Envy and then where else could we go? The The restaurant where the table flip happened is like still in existence. Yes. So that's we can go there, the Brownstone. Topping Rose. Had that weekend there. Yeah, the Hamptons will be a, a separate day. Yes. Wow. Well, maybe maybe next time. I would I would be in. Great. Uh, oh, I'll well, get on the bus, the Betches bus. I'll send like a you know like a doodle poll to to get a calendar date scheduled. Betches housewives tours could be a whole new business line for us. Uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm like seeing a to do list in front of me. Right. Well, Jordana, thank you so much for being here. This is fun. Thank you for having me. Always a blast. Always a blast. And thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.